0: What's up everybody, I'm Nemo, I'm Matt, and we're Nemo and the Clownfish.
1: All right, let's get started. Yeah, so I guess this this would be the the, the pilot episode. You think? I mean, uh, technically, we've had episodes before, but but we're gonna start
0: we're gonna start off our public periods with this one.
1: Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna try to make this the new pilot. I I suppose. I mean, it, still re- still refining we're, our we're, process. Yeah, I mean, this is the third time we've tried to do this. Yeah. Um, so we're not gonna let you listen to the other two attempts because the audio is terrible. Hopefully it'll be better on this one. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, let's let's get into it. So, yeah, let's
0: let's dive right in with. Uh, obviously, we got to start. We're in Wisconsin. We got to start with Aaron Rodgers, co- his COVID comments, and, well, I'll
1: let you you break it down. You're the, you're the Packers fan. I am the Packers fan, and oh, I'm, I don't I don't know if this is right. Where I I want to say a melic melancholy. About the situation because okay, so back in August, the, the, the media is interviewing Rogers and they're asking him, Oh, are you vaccinated? blah blah blah. And Rogers goes, Yeah, I'm immunized. And and they just moved on. Like nothing happened. Like Rogers said, Oh, I'm immunized, and now everyone's like, Oh, okay, cool, cool. And they just move on. But he's not vaccinated. He's not, he's not. And and,
0: and <laughs> we look and we looked this up, the definition of immunized, it's the past tense version of, you know, being immune. It's to make someone immune to an infection. And, and that's just not true in this case. He was not <laughs> immune. There was, there was no evidence or anything that would have made him immune to COVID. Did he, did he this is the first time he's contracted COVID too. So it's not, you can't even make like the argument of like, Oh, I was I was previously infected and developed my own antibodies or whatever. Like, and again, we're we're not you know scientists or anything. Or, like,
1: but if, if he was immune to it, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have COVID. Yeah, right? he wouldn't have but contracted like, it. Like, what's going on here? Should we? Should, should we, we read Deba this? this? <laughs> I would I would put an
0: asterisk next to it you because you're not ever technically like a hundred percent immune. You're. You're immune and then your like, body fights it better. But, but he's not. He's not immune by any stretch of the mean. There's no way to
1: stretch it to find some <laughs>
0: loophole where he's somehow immune. He's not. He's just not
1: immune. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many of y'all watched the landmark interview with Pat McAfee. I wouldn't even really call it an interview. It was basically just a rant from Rogers. Um and he had some very interesting quotes um, on the Pat McAfee show. Should we Should we read this long one? Because it, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. So he, here's, here's Rogers on the Pat McAfee show. He says, At the time, my plan was to say that I have been immunized, Rodgers said. It wasn't some sort of ruse or lie. It was the truth. Had there been a follow-up to my statement that I had been immunized, I would have either responded with this. Look, I'm not some sort of anti-vax flat earther. <laughs> I am someone... Like, like Kyrie Irving. Like, <laughs> just a little cough. Just a little cough uh, yeah, cough. just a little something in our throat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not some sort of anti-vax flat earther. I'm someone who's a critical thinker. You guys know me. I march to the beat of my own drum. I believe strongly in bodily autonomy and the ability to make choices for your body. Not to have to acquiesce some to some sort of woke culture or crazed group of individuals who say you have to do something. Health is not a one size fits all for everything. Um,
0: wow. Right. yeah, let, let's 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 now break that down. First of all, we <laughs> we, we we'll put an, you know another comment in there. Just like obviously he he doesn't. Everybody ranting doesn't have to be you know the most crafted every, literal thing that they mean. But let's just break it down for the fun of it. <laughs> he said he he said it was my plan to say that I have been immunized and it wasn't some sort of ruse or lie. That's just wrong. It's a it's a
1: it's it's see that okay, but that's that's the question here is did he lie? Because if he had lied, he would have said yeah, I'm vaccinated. But he didn't say that. He said he's been immunized. But he's still not immunized, as we established before.
0: He's still not... A, like, no matter what you want to say, you want to play semantics about it.
1: He's not either. Either of those things, he's not. Well, what he said what? he He went to Canada and got an alternate treatment. He said he was allergic to ingredients in the mRNA vaccines, which are- Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. The, Fi- the know Pfizer that. and Moderna, he said he's allergic to some ingredients in those vaccines, which is valid, and then he said, well, I mean, everyone kind of talks shit about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, because yeah. it's apparently the worst one, but yeah, he said he heard a lot of side effects about that one, so he decided not to do it. And the thing about the NBA, it's not like the it, the NFL. It's not like the NBA. NBA, you're forced to get he, vaccinated, you know, which is why Kyrie Irving's not allowed to play right now. Um, but you know, NFL, you're not required to get vaccinated. But if you're unvaccinated, you're required to follow different protocols. So I heard you know Stephen A. Smith kind of talking about this. He he's what he wants Rodgers to be suspended. I think he's taking a little bit far, but he kind of mentioned he's like you know Carson Wentz, he's unvaccinated. But when you're unvaccinated, you have a different set of protocols that you have to follow. You have to wear a mask on the sideline. You have to wear a mask in interviews. And I think Rogers has not really been complying with those things. So yeah. To- and I, and on top of that, like,
0: I, I'd also say I don't think we're necessarily criticizing him for not getting vaccinated, even, it would, even though, though we have our own personal feelings about that. I think that the big thing for me, at least, is that when he says he's been immunized in an interview it's misleading the public and like like do yes. you have some sort of response like like because whether or not uh because of the stage he's on he's going to influence other people's decisions his actions are under a microscope whether it's fair or not and by saying something that was even 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 if it's technically I didn't know that thing about uh, him going to Canada and getting a, a quote-unquote alternative treatment. But like it, it's clearly misleading, It's even if it's technically true, and he knew that yes, when he that, said it.
1: That's my thing. He, he didn't technically lie because whatever he did in Canada was technically an immunization. But he didn't lie, but I do think he duped the media. He duped everyone because he said that and people just moved on. No one... Was thinking about oh he might be on a vaccine. Everyone's like oh he's probably, he's vaccinated. Whatever you know. I like to propose a metaphor. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this, this is not exactly
0: comparable, and, <laughs> and I'm not gonna even say whether which side I think. I'd compare it to
1: a chiropractor being considered a doctor. <laughs> I, hope, I hope my uncle is not. Li- if you're <laughs> listening to this, Uncle Paul. No disrespect to your practice, but I'll continue with your metaphor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, I'll I'll just leave it at that. <laughs>
0: Whatever you think about it, whatever you think about it, some people, you know,
1: it just depends on your opinion. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, I mean, t- yeah, he technically he didn't lie, but, you know, there it was very, very misleading, so, I don't know. I I think Rodgers, you know, he'll be out this week. They said he could return as early as next Saturday, so it sounds like he's probably going to be out two weeks, so, you know. yeah. Hopefully, um, I don't know, hopefully there's no more fallout from that. But uh, one other thing I want to touch on from this interview is a certain historical figure figure that um, Aaron Rodgers decided to quote in his interview. Um, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts about this, Ethan. I'll, I'll read the quote. So Rodgers decided to say <clears throat> he went, The great MLK... <laughs> The great MLK said, you have a moral obligation to object to unjust rules and rules that make no sense. Now, whether or not the COVID protocols in the NFL are, you know, justified, that was pretty interesting that he chose to quote, um, the founder of the civil rights (laughs) in the 60s and 70s.
0: Yeah, I mean, um... Look, I think that it, like in my personal judgment, probably a little bit in poor taste, but but like I think that there might, look, I don't think is that that Aaron Rodgers is at all, you know, uh look, I I just don't I think that it was it was just uh a poor comparison. It it's not that he he was necessarily like racist or wrong. He's not any I don't I won't say that. It's it I I don't think by any means he's is that it's just just a, it's a poor
1: choice of words. It, is Rogers comparing the plight of unvaccinated invin- individuals to the oppression of African Americans in this country? People are asking. I don't. I don't. I don't
0: think. I don't think he means to. I don't think he means to. That's why. That's why I'll, I'll say that. I think it's just. It was just like a a poor choice of words. He he made like like you know everybody. I, 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 I'll even compare it to, like, uh, and this was probably worse than what Aaron Rodgers said. When you remember when Drew Brees had the comments about the flag? It, it, again, I don't think Drew Brees is raced. I think that he just personally has an af- affinity to uh, people who have served in the military. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to s- show his support for that, that community that he felt, whether I disagree with him or not, that he felt was being disrespected. Like, that was his intention. Mm-hmm. Used some probably poor choices of words and poor phrasing to try to communicate that. But yeah. you know, it's, it's, a, it's the same thing. Like these are athletes. These aren't, you know, poets. They're not writers. <laughs> Can we really expect them to add to, to on top of this, you know, be accountable. Like think about all the dumb shit we say on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Like, like I, I just have a hard time holding him accountable when I, I know that <laughs> I even make some mistakes and, and it's with like the best intentions poor choice best the, you know he's trying to he's trying to make a point probably a poor point but you know
1: um but yeah i, I don't think know. that's it i uh, think that we shouldn't blow it up i mean as a packers fan the one bright side here is we, we'll get to see some jordan love before you know this this could be the last dance you know rodgers might want to leave after this year it'll be nice to see you know what jordan love's made of against the chiefs today
0: because um, he's gonna, he's gonna have Jordan Love's gonna have two games to play to show whatever talent he has. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I don't. Know, well, here, let me ask you this: Do you think it's possible that he could pull an Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> replace him? Like, you know, like like, like, like just Rogers like how, how Rodgers to, to Brett, Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah, oh. Brett Favre was an injury, but. It's the same thing. He's out for a, just a short period of time. Brett Favre wasn't out for the entire season. He was just out for a few games, right? When he got injured, uh, yeah, it was like it was longer than two games. It was like what four or five. I, yeah, I don't
1: and well, and that's that's when I don't know Favre was all, all crazy about retirement. He retired and unretired like three different yeah. times. So yeah. the Packers were like, you know, fuck it, we're we're gonna go with Rodgers. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope Rodgers stays. I have heard Jordan loves you know talented, but there is no way he is as talented as Rogers. There's just no way. That
0: that's what they said about Rogers and Brett Favre.
1: Well, that's what they said, I, that's what they. I, well, well, I guess I we'll have I'm to wrong. tail 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 of the tape. We'll see. It. We'll see it today. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find out soon. Um, this yeah. is this is an added question.
0: I, just because we were we briefly touched on how do we feel about the NBA's policy to force
1: players to get vaccinated. While we're on the topic of, you know, I mean, I think it's, I think it's valid. Like, you know, certain, like certain companies, certain establishments require you to be vaccinated or you can't work there, you yeah. know, like, and I think it makes sense for, you know, the medical community, you know, if like if you're, if you're going to be around patients, like you probably should be vaccinated and yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it'll in- be interesting to see how the rest of this year unfolds with, you know, Kyrie, you know, he's really been standing his ground on I I don't want to get vaccinated. I I don't believe in it. It's it's against my personal beliefs to do yeah. it. So I don't know. What do you what do you think about it? So
0: I I don't know. I have uh, some some complex feelings about it. Like I I think they have every right to do it. Like you said, you know, other other industries across America do require you to be vaccinated to work there and they have their own reasons and have every right to you know impose that on their workers because they they're essentially liable like if you create a work environment and something happens within that work environment the blame you know usually is put on the the people who are facilitating whatever is being done in that space and so you know i understand where they come from with that would it be my own personal decision here's my thing is that I, I'm personally uh, pro-vaccination. I mm-hmm. I think that it. Right. Uh, I agree with uh, you know. I'm not again. I'm not a medical doctor, and so I'm going to trust the people who have the education and the PhDs and and study. That's right. just that's just me because I I know that I I don't know more than they do. Right. And so, you know, I I'm, I that's just my personal opinion. But I also think that you know part of. Um, freedom is is the freedom to make the wrong decision Mm -hmm. and 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 i shouldn't say that whatever just because you don't disagree with my decision doesn't make your decision wrong just like there's pro that that uh there is a right or wrong uh, or some type of decision that's good out there i hopefully i'm you know on the right side of it Mm -hmm. but you know we have to do we allow you know people in in life to to choose their own path Granted, there there are you know some drawbacks with that you know because it affects other people, it has an effect, and I think that also on top of that, being an NBA player, you have that like we were saying with Rogers, um, you're the nation watches you, the nation watches you, and and what they do is an example for a lot of other people that, you know, people take point. it seriously, and do they have an obligation to you know make a uh, a a good decision.
1: Because it will
0: influence and affect a lot of other people.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, circling back to Rogers again, I think that's like the one solid point he did make in that, you know, bombshell interview. It was like, I'm not saying people should get vaccinated. I'm not saying people shouldn't get vaccinated. I'm saying it should be everyone's personal choice to do what they believe is in the best interest of their body to get vaccinated or unvaccinated and everyone should have their own you know justification for what decision they make um but i don't know i like we should you, you want to move on from the covid sure, talk a little sure, bit sure. um real quick i i want to pre- i i wanted to like preface this you know since it is the pilot episode so to speak um we probably should have said this at the beginning but i think we should preface by telling you know This podcast is, we're doing this for fun, you know? We're not experts by any means, but we're doing this for fun, and we like to talk about things we're interested in, and I'd say, in the world of sports, what intrigues you and I the most is probably, the NFL is probably one, and then the NBA is, you know, close second behind it. Let's go,
0: Tony! Let's go. I'm, so, I'm so sorry we're watching the dallas cowboys yeah.
1: game so so we're oh, we're man. uh we're recording this podcast on uh sunday november 7th it is o four p.m right now and Pollard
0: just had a 50 yard return and tony to open the game tony
1: pollard just had a really nice looking return um my my boy nemo over here
0: you saw me hold it in. you
1: saw me hold it in for as long I, as as long as i could i tried i tried to hold it in too and i was like wow he's spinning he's stiff going, arming people yeah bringing them down nice little 50 yard return but uh yeah my boy nemo here he's from la but he is a cowboys fan and i, I respect that cuz you know you're following uh, we, the footsteps of your father you know what well let's fan. even
0: we can even take like a brief hiatus to explain that just just for some context right when I was born, there was no NFL team in LA mm-hmm. at the time. The Rams were in St. Louis. The Raiders were in uh, at that time. Oakland. I could never be a 49ers fan from LA. That would be blasphemous. And, and the, the Chargers, Chargers were in just, San Diego. Yeah. And fuck the Chargers anyway. Like i no, fa- I'm, I don't care.
1: I, 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 if you're I will a Chargers never... fan. Yeah. Fuck
0: you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Just <laughs> no. I'm uh, blindly I'm that I have a I I try to not be prejudicial, but. When it comes
1: to sports, I I am. Uh, We are we are definitely a little biased. I am a Packers fan from Wisconsin. But I'm but I'm also a Los Angeles Lakers fan, and you know I'm kind of cheating by saying that because I've also been a Cavs fan and a Heat fan. So you guys know where this is going. I am a certified bronsexual, as (laughs) as the kids like to call it. I am. I'm loyal to LeBron. I will root for him until the day he dies, and I will probably root for his kids once they make it to the NBA. Um, but yeah, so we got a we got a Packers Lakers fan, and we have a
0: co- we have a co- Cowboys we have a, Celtics and a fan.
1: Cowboys Cel- a Cowboys Celtics fan from LA, yeah. and a Lakers Packers fan, yeah. from Wisconsin. I'm, I've got to say, my
0: uh, fandom for the Celtics is much less uh, logical than the Cowboys. My dad just watched it, and so I watched it and i've got to say, you know, oh oh man, that's tough but i i got- I gotta say though you know I still like the uh the Celtics and diehard fan, my dad watches watch them, and so I watched them root for them, and it's sort of how sort of how the chips fell
1: but yeah i I thought it was kind of kind of important for us to um you know tell people about our allegiances allegiances in the in the sports world, so they we are biased yeah they you yeah, understand our bias we're not we're like we're gonna try to be as unbiased and objective with everything we talk about as we can but there will be a Cowboys and Celtics bias for well, those they will definitely see later in this podcast when we do one of our segments they yeah. definitely will see the bias and you will see my bias as a LeBron fan and a Packers fan yeah. but um I also wanted to say you know this podcast is generally speaking gonna be revolving around the NFL and NBA, yeah. Because though, I mean, it's not just because those are the two most popular, you know, leagues in America right now. It's also because that's what that's, we, that's what, that's Nemo, what we watch. That's what Nemo and the clownfish watch. That's what, that's what we watch. that's what Nemo and Matt the clown emoji clownfish. Yeah are you know into
0: on top of that you know I'm a, I'm an NFL a NHL fan you're a MLB fan you know there's Well, we'll definitely comment in in general pop culture but but as as my colleagues yeah. said but you know, I would say we we're not these. we're
1: not experts in anything but I'd say we're we're experts in NFL NBA much more than we are in that yeah. NHL MLB and I think we'll we'll probably sprinkle in some college sports as well oh, yeah, but uh yeah. you know we're we're probably a little more Reliable yeah, with our NFL and NBA oh, knowledge, for sure.
0: and and that's what, uh, we're we're going to talk about whatever we're watching, whatever's relevant for us. So right. That's again.
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I just want to apologize to MLB and NHL fans who may may not maybe get as much coverage. They, you, you're not going to get as much content about um, those sports, but I just wanted to be straight up and honest because yeah. this is primarily going to be a football basketball podcast. We'll sprinkle in some NHL sprinkling some MLB, sprinkling some college sports. But uh you know that's that's how the I think that's how this uh podcast is gonna go in general. righty. what should we move on to?
0: Let's well let's uh Alright, I guess another hotbed uh topic is um Henry Ruggs. And this is this is a tough question and let's let me um first preface this by saying that, you know uh our p- hearts and prayers go out to the victims of, of this tragedy, uh, Henry Ruggs. Uh, yeah. he, he was involved in a, a, in a terrible, terrible drunk driving incident. And, um, it unfortunately resulted in the death of,
1: uh, a young woman. I think she, I think it was a young woman and her dog, and her dog both dog. died, which very, very sad very, situation. Very um, there, there's. I mean, there's really no excuse for it. I mean, there's so many things we can go into. You know, first, first and foremost, drinking and driving it's is it. is not okay. Never a smart thing to do. Never something anyone should endorse. Um, and you know, I mean, living in Vegas, obviously, you know, it's 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 too easy for them to party and stuff. But like the the fact of the matter is, there's no excuse for anyone to be driving drunk especially someone who makes millions of dollars and can easily get an Uber, get a Lyft. Yeah. And one thing I said is he could hire a chauffeur for the entire year. And st- <laughs> and still have much money left And over. Yeah, and not make a dent in his bank account. So, you know, there's, there's really no excuse for Henry Ruggs there. You know, it's a very sad situation, but, you know, he's he's going to have to deal with the consequences. You know, he's, he's going to be in jail for a number of years. I, I It's not, it's not something he, sh- it's not like he should go to jail for life for it. Cause he wasn't intending to kill anyone, but it's, it's something he, he should have to face consequences for.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- I think that, I think that it's, it's, it's hard because unfortunately, you know, it, it's just an incredibly sad situation because, because neither of the people intended for that to happen, you know, right. it, it's, it, um, I don't want to make excuses for it, but you know even. It, on top of that, I I it's my understanding that a lot of these you know, big teams have Uber <laughs>
1: services that are for free that they provide so they yeah. make sure that players don't drive. I, uh, there's there's no reason to be driving one hundred fifty six miles yeah, per hour.
0: I but I but I also have to say though I I do you know feel, feel bad because. He made a he made a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. He made a terrible mistake. He did um, uh, a decision that that was made under the influence. Uh, even though it's again a a terrible decision, um, I don't think it was used with the better part of his judgment. And we're talking that. about an incre- yeah incredibly young man. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's just a hard situation because on the one hand you have to be held responsible like. There are consequences to your, to your decisions and, and you have to be held responsible t- for that. But, uh, on the other hand, we all make mistakes. This one being a way more dire mistake than most mistakes that I don't know that I've made at least, but, uh, it's just, it, it's hard because he's so young and, and, you know, for a real part of this, his life, like, his life from here forward will forever be changed.
1: Yeah. And and, they,
0: and it's unfortunate because he was so such a promising prospect. Mhm. And to see it's just it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Um his his NFL playing career is probably you know, it's probably over whether or not that's right. I don't know, but it's just it's it's going to be tough for him to, you know, for a team to, you know, wanna i don't know pick him up once he's yeah. served his sentence it's it's a hard thing because you have to strike
0: that balance of like he's young and he's gonna make mistake mistakes and 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 does that should this define who he is i don't think it does define who he is but on the other hand you have to be it like there are consequences for your actions and and you have like that's what happens that's what part of life is, is you know, in in a in an organized society we uh you know have consequences for making poor decisions and why should he be any different than anybody else
1: right yeah so yeah pretty he- pretty heavy situation but uh yeah um you know lastly just you know thoughts and prayers to the victims of the, and the tragedy family. and the family and you know yeah you know hopefully Hopefully people can learn something from that and, and uh, you know, take, take away, you know. Yeah, at the
0: very least he could serve as an example of what not to do. Oh, yeah. And, and, the, and, they, and how, how bad that decision, that one decision
1: can shape and change your life for forever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very important thing um but yeah let's uh let's move on should we go into some nba talk a little bit you think yeah let's do it Alrighty. righty so um obviously we we touched a little on Kyrie. i don't i don't really want to go into that too much because like there's not there's not too much to talk yeah. about it's just a matter of when you know uh, i don't know if you guys can hear that police siren in the background hopefully the audio's not getting messed up by yeah. that but uh you know, there's, there's not a whole lot to talk about with Kyrie because it's just whether or not he gets vaxxed or not, you know. He, he's not going to play until he gets the vaccine or unless the NBA caves in and says, you know, we can give you an exemption. We'll give you a religious exemption, but it doesn't seem like that's something that's going to – that Adam Silver is going to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Speaking of another uh, – well, he was a former Celtic, but, but
1: maybe – pivoting to was was Kyrie Irving your favorite Celtic ever no <laughs> no no yeah what are your no. what are your thoughts on Kyrie Irving not take away the you know the vaccination conversation uh Kyrie Irving as a Celtics player what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on that look he was
0: he was he was he was good on the Celtics I'm, I'm not going to take away from that and he, he was a uh good player but
1: um God, nice! I did, I, nice little play from Amari Cooper there. Yep, good, um, good, good. Uh, and Dak for staying up in the pocket. Yeah, but, Dak's back. Cowboy, Cowboys are looking good. But yeah. sorry, we'll, back go to, go back ahead. to the Kyrie career,
0: Kyrie Irving thing. Um, I well, first of all, let me give you some context. I was not totally happy when they got rid of when they traded Isaiah Thomas for him. Um, I think they traded Isaiah Thomas and was it was a Crowder. or, or I, I forgot who. There was I another think it was player. like a three team yeah, trade. They, there with was the, another with like player.
1: The, that's when Isaiah Thomas got traded to the Cavs. Yeah, it
0: was right after Isaiah Thomas had gotten injured in the playoffs <clears> for for the Celtics, and he had led us on that incredible run. Um, I don't know. I, I because I was personally a big fan of Isaiah Thomas. Um, he's just a smaller dude, and I, I thought that he that he. Like his effort and, and the way he played and, and and the person he was was just uh just a great role model and a person I really looked up to at least watching the celtics and it was sad to see him go so so when Kyrie got there, i wasn't totally you know ecstatic and then when he was there the, the biggest thing for me was not even how he played because he he was somewhat of a distraction, you no know, here and there, but he was he was performing he was producing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna uh, you know be the person you're gonna be. Like, I'm not gonna judge you for that. But when he left he, that year, he left. He had told the Celtics at the beginning of the year that he was gonna return. He told all the fans that he
1: was gonna return. <laughs> then he didn't. He's, and then he's he, in the middle of the didn't. court with a microphone, he's like, "If y'all will have me, I I would love to return next yeah. year." And uh, and then uh, his his boy KD texted him. He's like you sure you want to stay there yeah yep <laughs> yep and and it was just like i don't know as a fan i didn't like it but you know it is what it is it is what it is obviously still one of the most talented players in the league i hope we get to see him play at some point but uh let's move on to uh your I mean, celtics yeah there's a little market. bit of a little bit of turmoil going on in boston uh, with the, uh, under the new head coach, Ime Oduka. Yeah. Um, a little bit of turmoil going on. I'll let, I'll let you unpack this since you're the Celtics guy here. Ah, uh, yes. So, um,
0: Marcus Smart has made some comments. Um, sort of on you know, I, in a post-game interview, I wouldn't say national television, but in a post-game interview, he said, um, every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. Every team is programmed and studied to stop Jason and Jalen. And everybody's scouting report is to make those guys pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball. That, uh, <laughs> look, look, okay. Let's, let's let, just like we did with Rodgers, let's unpack that statement, right? Look, um, first of all, Marcus Smart's character, in my opinion, is very high. Like, he, uh, another player that I really look up to on the Celtics because he's, he's like um, Patrick Beverly in that way. You he's, know, it's uh, the high effort, good
1: defense, you know, just, just, Heart, I ha- leave his heart and soul I, on the Marcus court. Marcus Smart's one of my favorite players. I I think every team needs a guy like that. Mark, you know, for right. the Bucks last year it was PJ Tucker. Yep, you know, for uh-huh. the Warriors it's been Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. You said you know you mentioned Patrick Beverly. Everyone needs one of those you know high motor effort guy it's who it, it's he's just, not,
0: you leave your heart and soul on the court, and that's just like what that's like the essence of of Yo. basketball. It's not necessarily you know on the in the pro level because everybody's so talented, but like when you're a kid. And you're playing sports. That's that's what you want to show is, is that you that you you'll give everything for for the for the leave team, it all, leave on, it the all on the court. That's what everybody's taught when playing sports when you're a kid. And so I think that he really embodies that. And you know, uh, so I think his character is, is really high. I don't think this is a statement made in you know and in, uh, in like because um, he's like an egomaniac and no, he's just no. saying it off the cuff. So I think that let's just say that first um obviously uh jason and Jalen jaylen are more talented than him just to, the the these are some of the biggest up-and-coming prospects and and will i think jason tatum has been a per- perennial uh all-star and will continue to be a perennial all-star yeah, Jalen Jalen's jaylen on Brown. he's on his way he's finally become that after years of work and and he will continue to be that i think um and also, like that's not to say that Marcus Smart wasn't also because he he's made uh, some defensive uh, teams. Uh, he's been
1: an NBA All Defense. Absolutely, I mean they, but they all bring different. Obviously, Jason and Jalen are more of the scorers, you know. Yeah, but Smart does a, does the stuff that doesn't necessarily show, show up, up on, on the, the stats, stats stat sheet. You know, you, you see his stats after a game. You're like, what six points? Seven rebounds, two steals, four assists. You are like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But like, it that's it's the stuff that doesn't show, show up on, on the stats that, sheet. Yeah. That makes games. him a great player, and and I think that also you know
0: another aspect of this is that, and I don't know so much for Jalen, but but for Jason, he would before Kobe had died, he was working out with him, and, and he learned uh, Kobe had sort of taken him under his wing.
1: Jason was, Tatum, Jason Tatum, okay,
0: and and so. I think that there was also some discussion, like, uh, Jason Tatum has tried to start adopting that sort of Mamba mentality of, like, if I'm shooting 20 or 30, I get, I, it means I should have been shot shooting more, <laughs> you know, type thing. And think, like, because like, you watch him play now, and he's just... Because he can, he, He'll he'll... You know, do that quick jab step double teamed on the outside and shoot a deep three or whatever. And he'll or he'll drive and make just like the most absolute through double coverage and 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 just lay the ball in so nicely for like an insane layup. Uh, He even does that that sort of post move where he backs someone down and and turns around and makes uh, he because he's so talented, he can make those contested shots, those fight through those double Mm -hmm. teams but that doesn't mean it's the smartest or most high percentage play.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to ask this. I obviously no disrespect to Kobe Bryant, you know, rest in peace. Yes. Um, but it was part of the Mamba mentality like don't pass the ball. You should be asking people to pass you the ball. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that part of it?
0: Oh, 100%, 100% <laughs> because Jason Tatum and sort of rightfully so believes that he can make all the plays because yeah, he's he, because in, in a certain way he can, but like it uh, i think people f- forget that you know all these things are team sport and you can be an incredible individual talent and have an insane impact on the game and, and kobe's right in the sense that you know if you are that great player you should be you know trying to put as much effort as you can into you know impacting the game as much as you can right so i agree with him in that sense but it but it also has to not be at the detriment of the team right. um and and Unfortunately, I think Marcus Smart was apt in pointing that out that you know, he can, everybody wants to leave it all on the court. Everybody wants to make every shot that they can make, you know, and every play that they can make, but you can't make the, those plays if you're sitting in the corner, you know, wide open and not getting the ball.
1: Yeah. That's just
0: the truth of it. If you you need to I think that the Mamba mentality should be, you know, expanded to the sense that you should want everybody trying to make to shoot as much as they can whenever they're hot. It's 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 you have to do that as a team, not as an
1: individual. Um, so, and, do you think his comments were justified? Do you think he's yeah. accurate in saying that Jalen and Jason do not pass the ball enough?
0: Yeah, I think that he's accurate in it. I don't know if that was the most productive way to go about communicating that. I think that on one hand, um, he is like. I think that he did say something to them in private and it wasn't getting through and that um he felt that he needed to take it to the step again obviously we're we're all speculating on this but right. but like I think that it, it's uh it's one of those things where you you to take uh, take it to the public instead of being in that team setting it it must Let's betray some of the trust between players. And right. I, think I mean, that's it sounded like hard. this
1: week the Celtics had, like, a players-only meeting. So maybe, you know... And they maybe, talked about it. They reportedly talked I'm sure, I'm talked sure about it. there was some arguments between Smart and those guys. Um, but it, it sounded like the players-only meeting was was pretty helpful because... Two-game win streak? I ha- Yeah, I have... Well, I have under the Marcus Smart quote on my Google document, it says, Two-game win streak... But but uh, in parentheses, it says L to Luka. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, wait, yeah, dude, I was watching this game last night. It was the Mavericks versus the Boston Celtics. And if you look at the um, album cover for this podcast, you might notice a little graphic of Luka Doncic. And that is because while I am a LeBron Laker fan, first and foremost, I love Luka Doncic. And I think he's one of the most... Talented players in the league, hands down. I think he's a future MVP, a future champion, a future Hall of Famer. Maybe I'm a little early on this. Maybe I'm jinxing it. Knock on wood. But anyways, um, yeah, that two-game win streak got snapped. It got snapped because Luka Doncic, 10 seconds left. uh, They're down one or I don't know how much they were down, but he goes... He goes to the left wing, two guys guarding him, draped all over him, fade away, buzzer, boom! Luka Magic, buzzer beater, beats the Celtics. I'm sorry about that, Nemo, but, you know, you can't stop Luka Magic sometimes. I, I, look, uh,
0: I think that the, back to, like, the original point, right, the Commons have led them on a better trajectory, um, even in the loss to Luka uh, and and the Mavs. I. Um, uh, here's here. I think they played well. I think they played well, and it was a tough loss. I mean, no Jalen Brown. It was it was down to the wire. It was a close game. Uh, Jalen Brown was out. Um, you know, I still think we're moving in the right direction as a team. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking but, uh, of another problem player I again we're not comparing Marcus Smart to just that was probably a poor transition but to Ben Simmons
1: yeah (laughs) I dude I have no idea what the hell is going on in Philly with Ben Simmons Um, it it just sounds like he doesn't want to play man He, he I think I think he's embarrassed and I think he is afraid of the brutal honesty of fa- fans in Philadelphia. You know, they, fans in Philadelphia, you know, Eagles fans and 76ers they're fans, they, they're harsh. They. I mean, I don't know if they get a bad rap or not, but they seem to be one of the most passionate fan bases, you know, in the sports world. But, you know, when you see Ben Simmons guarded by six-foot, Trey Young, you know, he's a foot, he's a whole foot taller than Trey Young and he's got a layup and he passes it. You know, that's, you know, I, there's, there's a great picture. There's a great picture of Ben Simmons standing next to Trey Young in the playoffs and passing it when he's right next, yes, right yeah. next to the bucket. um, You know, obviously Ben Simmons drastically underperformed and that's what's led us to this weird ass situation we're in right now with Simmons. Um, I don't know. What what would you do if you were the 76ers? Would you trade him? Uh, yeah,
0: but the way, you know, all these teams sort of operate is when they know that you're frustrated with the player and you can't, you know, do much with it. They just wait until you cut them. That's what's going to happen, I think, you know. They're, it's the same thing with Odell. When they knew that Odell publicly came out and was like, yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't want to play for the Browns anymore. Um, they knew that it was just a matter of time before they cut him, and, and that's
1: just that's and just we, part of it. We can get into Odell Beckham Jr. in a bit, but yeah, let's. But
0: back to Ben Simmons, I I think that you're right in everything you said. I think that it, um, he's been he's met had or excuse me, he's faced some serious adversity over probably the last two seasons, in my opinion. Um, ben Simmons has? Yeah, and, and it's all it all matters on how he how he wants to respond to it. I mean, you know, we, he was an incredible player just, just two seasons ago. I mean, everybody was still thinking that Ben Simmons was a crazy talent. Um, I remember he, he, the Sixers were still, even though over the past two years where he struggled, still considered uh, contenders and were playoff teams. Um, uh, I don't know. I think that he still has a future in the NBA, and that he could still be a star. But, um, you know, uh, it, it just matters if, if he's going to let, you know, these last two seasons define him as a career and sort of say, you know, I've done my thing and, and that's just what it's going to be. Or, or am I going to take the criticism that I've been given and go work some of these issues out? Yeah. I understand. It's, it's it, just – just... He has the ability to, in my opinion, to work these issues out.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of whether he does it or not. As as Melvin Gordon gets into the end zone, I'm gonna clap it up for the former Wisconsin Badger Melvin Gordon, who, you know, coincidentally is actually probably my favorite football player of all time. I loved watching him at Wisconsin. He scores. Uh, Broncos missed the extra point. Cowboys are down six to zero. I don't expect it to stay like that. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, real quick, you know, they're I said... a second-half team. Don't worry. They're a, a second-half team. Dak, Dak, loves, Dak loves the third quarter. It's his yeah. favorite quarter of the game. Um, but, yeah, uh, like I said, we're not going to get too far into MLB or NBA. Uh, I mean, we MLB should. or NHL. But I figured we should at the very least mention the Atlanta Braves. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Clap it up. For the Braves because they are World Series champions um it, I mean a great accomplishment for the city of Atlanta it's kind of funny because you know no one really expected this you know and uh I think when people saw the Braves get to the World Series they're like oh this is classic Atlanta sports you know you got Georgia losing on the last play in the championship a few years ago. You got the 28-3 to loss to the Patriots for the Falcons. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, very uncharacteristic of the city of Atlanta to win a championship. Yes. So, um, congrats to you guys. Unfortunately, I think that spells the end of, of- Georgia's <laughs> season because there's no way... The state of Georgia is going to get two championships this year. That's just – that's not the way Atlanta works. So Georgia is probably going to have a brutally heartbreaking loss in the college football playoff this year, and I am looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, shout-out to the Atlanta Braves. You know, their best player, Ronald Acuna, was down most of the year. Like, they did it without him, which makes it even more impressive. And, you know – it was it was nice to see future hall of famer Freddie Freeman ice that series with a solo home run in in game six, so you know shout out Freddie Freeman shout out atlanta braves um uh, but you know let's move back into the more interesting sports, no offense to m l. b fans <laughs> um so what do you want to talk about odell or you want to talk about the m v p race uh either one we can both we'll just do one and then the other okay let's odell i mean the odell conversation is kind of gonna mostly be speculation because there's not really too much to say yeah. until he gets signed to a team yeah um but you know let's let's we gotta keep on i don't know if this mic oh, yeah. keeps falling but um you know the nfl mvp race i think you know there's a short list right now of who we could consider you know in the mvp i think you know first and foremost you got to put kyler murray there they he, they lost last week to the packers but you know he led them to that 7 and 0 record you got to put josh allen there the the bills have looked very good this year i I'd, I'd say maybe even the best team in the afc and then I, you wrote down someone who i'm not sure i agree is an mvp but you're you're also wearing his jersey yes dak
0: prescott Ugh, i can't imagine why you would say that, but
1: <laughs> I, I think he's a candidate. <laughs> I don't think I, would, I think I would still put Kyler Murray and Josh Allen above, oh, him, above oh, him in the race. I
0: don't know. Okay, this is a hot topic for debate right here. I, I think that look, Kyler, Mur- I, I give you Kyler Murray. I give you Kyler Murray. I think that um, he, you know, any team that's you know, goes seven and zero is it's uh it's an incredible feat. um he and he is also just an incredibly talented quarterback uh i don't agree with you your pick of josh Allen. i think that josh allen while is is a just if you it's is and this is just my opinion tail of the tape i am more impressed with the stuff that dak prescott does in game than than i am with josh allen it just comes down to that uh they both have good offensive lines. They both have a top receiving core. Uh, they both also have defenses that can that can play. They're very similar situations. I'm just more impressed with with the plays that come out of Dallas more than I am with the plays that come out of Buffalo. And I, and I think that anybody who watches you know NFL highlights, like just look at the highlights. They're both performing at the same level. They got the same record. They got about about. about the same around them, and I'm just more impressed with Dak. And on top of that, to, he's doing it after he's coming back from that gruesome, gruesome ankle in, injury. So I don't know. That that's just
1: my opinion. Understood. Understood. Um, yeah, I think I mean it, there's still a lot of we're we're pretty much halfway through the season, um, so I think there's still a lot to be said in the mvp race i think Allen and dak and kyler are gonna be in it for the majority of the year because all three of those teams are phenomenal and i think all three of those teams are contenders i would say we should say this though that at least at this point dak prescott is not playing particularly well in this game it's the first quarter he's like i said he's a He's a third Good quarter, guys. third quarter guy. He likes, he loves the third quarter, um, the Cowboys defense, but, but yeah. Okay.
0: Another, another, um, com- topic of conversation <laughs> just quickly before we, uh, or actually, you know, I think that also we have to include, you know, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers and all this conversation. They're not, you know, leading it, uh, per se, um. But Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. I know it all too well. He always oh, comes yeah. in, comes in late, and steals any, any sort of happiness from you know
1: my life. I think MVP awards in you know al- almost every sport are somewhat political, in a sense. And I think Ro- I think Rodgers is going to struggle to win the MVP same, this year same because re- he won last year. Yeah, it, it's it's more it's a narrative based. Award sure you know the Packers narrative isn't gonna be oh Rodgers has made them so good it's a, they're just gonna be oh, Packers are a good team you know Rogers has he's got good MVPs you know it's he's it's gonna be tough for him to jump into that convo I think it's gonna be between Dak and Allen and yeah. Murray yeah although I should mention I think it was PFT commenter the barstool guy from Pardon My Tank, who said this but he thinks. Through, you know, six or seven games, Trayvon Diggs is the MVP. Because he's got, what, seven interceptions in seven games? Uh, Something it, crazy he's like got, that? I think he's got seven interceptions in six
0: games. He, did, he had his first game without an interception against Minnesota. But that's not, you know, sh- incredibly shocking considering that, you know, Minnesota. Uh, Kirk Cousins...
1: Kirk Cousins' prime time is...
0: Yeah, but, but I, I will say, though, that he is a game man. He plays the game like a game ma- a game manager type quarterback and, and protects the ball pretty well for the most part granted I've seen him turn over the ball a lot but I think that this year he's done a really good job at protecting the football in terms of where he throws it uh
1: not forcing plays and not being you know uh yeah I always say this like the Vikings aren't a bad team their kickers are just bad
0: <laughs> they have bad it's kickers. Just
1: if you're a Vikings fan listening to me. Don't don't lie to yourself. You know this is accurate. You're a solid team. You got Jefferson. You got Dalvin Cook. You got a decent quarterback and Kirk Cousins. Got a solid defense. But when it comes down to it, if you need a game-winning kick, you might as well just turn the TV off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and, and, not, and and even beyond that, I think that you know one of the things that I've struggled to come to grips with, but is is ultimately true, is that you need a uh, one of the advantages of having a great quarterback on your team is that every play starts with that quarter arguably the most important position in sports if you have a great quarterback he can make plays for you I don't think Kirk Cousins can take over a game like that and that that holds back the Minnesota team a lot they have to play a perfect team game to win a game instead of letting uh a per- like like, when you watch Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady just absolutely take over a game and just say, I don't care what you give me, I'm going to make a play. Kirk Cousins doesn't add that, you know, depth. And, and I think it might be time for a new quarterback in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, I... Because I... if you give them a good quarterback, if you give that team
1: a good, like a, like a top 10 quarterback... They've got the weapons. They
0: will be a perennial
1: contender. I I agree. And uh, one, one more thing I'll, I'll add to the MB, MVP race talks is, you know, kind of a dark horse candidate, but Cooper Cup. Oh. That oh. Cooper Cup. Oh. oh. Cooper Cup, that guy is unguardable. He has 924 yards and it's 10, 10 touchdowns through eight games. He has 900 yards and 10 touchdowns through eight games. That is absurd. He is on pace to break Kelvin Johnson's record for um, receiving yards, and I think he might be on pace to break the touchdown record for receivers as well. Wide receivers don't typically win MVPs, yeah. so I mean it, it's it's a dark horse, but I think Cooper Cup, he's been the best receiver in the league this year, and I I don't think okay. it's been that close.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh. Okay.
0: Look, I agree with you, Cooper Cup just like the stats speak for themselves and, and he's great. But how can you leave like DeAndre Hopkins out of that? Am I, I just, I don't
1: DeAndre's not putting up the stats You're this right. year because Kyler's spreading it around. Like You're right. You're right. AJ Green, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, you know. Yeah, but who would you Kyler's... rather have? Oh, I, I would rather have, uh, but this is, uh, <gasps> this isn't a talk. No, 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 this is not an argument over would i rather have DeAndre Hopkins or Cooper Cup. This is a, this is a talk of, who is further up in the MVP race and okay, you got to put up right. above Hopkins you're right and, and I, I, I do
0: have to say that you know the MVP race is definitely stat you know production driven and not the, the one thing I think that people miss is that there's a lot a lot of things that happen in these games that are, that are not told by stats for instance um, one of the advantages to ha- like uh, and I'll just compare it to the Dallas Cowboys just because I watch them so often when you have Trayvon Diggs uh, or actually let me go back even further to a person who exemplifies this even more Dion Sanders right where okay. you have a player like that where you take away an entire side of the field where they just refuse to throw the ball to that side of the field he won't get you know the interceptions he won't get the pass deflections or pass, pass attempts guarded that, that doesn't sh- because they don't throw at him. You know what I mean? If you have um, a been, person They like,
1: have been throwing at Trayvon Diggs, though. otherwise you wouldn't well, no, have no, no, no. They, ha, they have been throwing at Trayvon Diggs. That's why I went back to Deion Sanders. I've heard some people's theories that, like, he's good because he's getting a lot of interceptions, but he's not good because quarterbacks keep throwing, throwing at him, him because he does get burned. Yeah, well, he occasion. does get
0: burned, but his athleticism allows him to catch up right. and and make adjustments. But so I would... I'd say this. I'd talk about Demarcus's Demarcus Lawrence's... Um, uh, productivity over the years has has been deep. Uh, oh,
1: and right as we say. Oh, that, and right as we say yeah, that Trayvon Tavon Diggs, Diggs just got gets, he gets burned by Tim Patrick, and the Broncos are up thirteen to zero. Yeah. But like we said, first quarter Cowboys are our third quarter team. We're not too worried. Um, but, but yeah, but, but yeah, but
0: back to what we were saying though, is Demarcus Lawrence had, for years after he got paid has not you know had the production that you know would is expected of, of um of a, a premier edge rusher but the thing is is that he gets double teamed all the time he's taking an extra offensive lineman to be corralled and and that affects the game and allows for other players on his team to get production and and that will never show up on the stat sheet that will, and that's how yeah. i feel about like a player like deandre hopkins the reason we want <laughs> deandre hopkins over cooper cup is because there are other intangible things that we're not seeing on the stack. Understood. You know, that, that affect a football
1: game. Understood. But yeah, last thing, last thing I will say about the MVP races, uh, uh, Nemo has, Nemo has the NFL MVP odds up here on his computer over here. I see the names of 15 quarterbacks and the only other position is a wide receiver by the name of Cooper cup, Obviously, we don't think Cooper Cup's going to win the MVP, but I'm saying for the moment. As you said
0: before, it's just hard with it being a wide receiver again. Wide wide receivers don't win the award,
1: but I think for the moment, he deserves to be in In the the convo. But, uh, you know, let's move on. Should we talk Super Bowl contenders or should we talk college football playoffs? Should we talk there was an MMA fight last night? Um, where do you want to go? Let's 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 go with Super Bowl contenders because we're definitely gonna have some. Okay, some so the there. thing about the Super Bowl contenders is, I think there are much more contenders in the NFC as compared to the AFC. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, in, in terms of the AFC, you know, you got the Bills and you got what the Ravens. Like, yeah. I, I can't even think. Like, who else on who else in the AFC do you feel confident about getting to the Super Bowl? Because for me. It's Bills and Ravens. I just don't I think don't... anybody can beat the Bills. I just don't think that anybody can beat the so Bills. So you're, you're picking the Bills to come out of the AFC. Yeah. Um, okay, I think I agree with that. Especially because they're going to have,
0: in my opinion, home field advantage and possibly a first-round buy. Um, there's a good chance that, you know, in Buffalo, when they end up playing in the playoffs, that it's cold as shit. Uh, that's going to affect teams, and they're used to it, um, you know. I just I just don't think that any team and plus they have the exuberant like I I think that you know a number a, another player that when we think of uh, let's see who who when you think of the Bills there's just there's so much talent at every every position and I I don't know I just can't I the, the, most the Ravens talented. are the Ravens are just not consistent enough to in my opinion to compete with them. Mhm. It's just, it's just my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, th- I think the Bills are going to come out of the AFC, but then the NFC is just loaded this year. You know, yeah. you got a number of contenders, you know, I'm a Packers fan. Packers are contenders, you know, they only got one loss. Cowboys are obviously contenders They're They're up here at six and one. And then, you know, you got to put the Buccaneers in there. You know, Tom Brady is not finished yet. And then you got the Rams. And then, you know, a team that kind of has been overlooked, even though they were the last undefeated team left is the cardinals um no bias as a as a cowboys fan what what teams in the nfc do you like
0: well obviously the cowboys um but beyond let me let me start with beyond the cowboys and then i will go on my cowboy rant okay okay (laughs) okay i i like the packers i think that there's um the reason i don't like them this year yeah, more than some other teams, though, is I think that there will, that there's a lot of distractions and drama going around that thing and Rogers. That it's yes, uh, Rogers is a little bit of a diva, you know. <laughs> um, again, everybody's got their own personality. But... Hey, hey, give him a break. He's immunized. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But so um, another NFC team that I think is sort of a. I, Oh, you know who we forgot to mention in the AFC, though, is the
1: Chargers. Uh, But didn't they... Who did they lose to last week? Panthers. Did they lose to the Panthers? I'm going to look this up because they had a... Oh,
0: they lost to the Patriots. Patriots, okay. Well, still, you know, were they playing in Foxborough or was it
1: at home? I think it was in Foxborough. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um, Playing in Foxborough is always hard. Um, But, yeah, no, Chargers... Chargers are in the mix. Chargers are in the mix. Um, some other AFC. I,
0: you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go on my Cowboys rant. I, I just, just can't argue it. for any other team just other than do the
1: Cowboys. It. Just do um, it. get it out of the way.
0: <laughs> look, look. We, we are just the one of the most talented football teams I've seen in, in a long time. Uh, and I'll and I'll go through every position group. There's just not a. There, in my opinion, there's just not a weakness uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. We will have to beat ourselves. Uh, you have an all-pro offensive line. Like, Listen to this offensive line. We've got Zach Martin. Lyle Collins is coming back. We have um, uh, Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. He's, he's hurt, hurt right me. now, but he's going to be back later in the season. It's just this, He tweaked his ankle. Um, uh, we have Tyler Badiaz, I think, is at center right now. Um, uh, former Badger, actually. Yeah. Um, we we just have an uh, uh Terrence Steele is, is, has really picked up his level of play recently. Like it's it's absolutely incredible. Um, in uh, Lyle Collins's absence, um, then you have you. Let's go to running backs. Tony Pollard and Ezekiel one of the best running back duos in the NFL, easily. Dak Prescott, obviously MVP candidate in the level of his playing, he just oh he has oh C D keep running. He was about to throw an absolute dime to CD. If he didn't, just stop his stride. Um, even uh, you, you have one of the best receiver receiving cores uh, in football, Argu- even without Michael Gallup. I'd in say they're right, right there with the
1: Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cedric Lugo.
0: Wilson has Cedric looked really good in
1: the in, uh, Gallup's ac- yeah.
0: absence. And uh, obviously, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup is about to be back. I think this is the last week that he'll be out. Um, and then on top of that... You know i also like this this guy uh we these are two people that i don't think many people will know about but uh semi fihoko we just he just came out of stanford i think he's a promising rookie he's just a speedster if we can get him to get he's not going to see any playing time this year but also noah brown too who's all seen some playing time and and is produced in my opinion um then we have uh two tight ends that i think are also not not you know all-time greats but but Highly proficient uh, tight ends: Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin. Blake mm-hmm. Jarwin's hurt right now, but that—that's that's just the offense. We ju- we're just talking about the offense, right? And then you flip the side to the defense. <laughs> we got Demarcus Lawrence coming back, definitely a a Pro Bowl edge rusher. Randy Gregory is playing out of his mind. When he's not high. Oh, yeah. uh <laughs> not smoking. Yeah. <laughs> then you, But then you got this kid out of UCLA, Oso Digizua, who's absolutely an absolute monster this year. And then we're going to get Neville Gallimore back. I don't know if a lot of people who know who Neville Gallimore is, but he's just an absolute beast in the interior rusher, who I think will also be – I think also, you know – uh carlos watkins has been playing well he's he's been in in the mix just uh, i think he's had a sack this
1: game you're name dropping a Um, lot of guys that i've never heard of and i'm assuming people who are listening have not yes he he likes look look these players up these are great (laughs) players i
0: i want people to look at these players up because they are really (laughs) really great then you have trayvon diggs who's who we were even talking about you know is a i think he's a little bit overhyped in the sense that uh he he he's very reactionary he ha, it's he relies a lot on his athleticism mm-hmm. um, and teams will take advantage of it they've taken the denver broncos have taken advantage of it this game but i think that he's still a a top tier cornerback in the nfl i agree um uh you know <sighs> okay uh, that's cornerback the, uh, that's sort of where the cornerback conversation sort of ends uh, I, I think that Anthony Brown's been playing well, but you know he's he's not I, I not necessarily noteworthy. But so yes, there's there's some doubt in in cornerback. But uh, then you have listen to this linebacking core. You got Micah Parsons, Leighton Vanderesh and you got this guy uh, right now. Um, I think uh, we still have Keanu Neal and uh, this new guy Jabril Cox. Both have been playing really well. Um, and then at safety, we got Malik Hooker. I know nobody's heard his name in a while, but he's having a comeback season. He's yeah. p- at the very least. What at one time we were talking about him as one of the best safeties in the league. He's having a proficient year. We have, oh, um, uh, we have another. Uh, I, I think it's Donovan Wilson, who who was an insane safety last year towards the end of the season for the Cowboys, and we have. Uh, um, oh, was it K? It's not KZ or, or and we have we we have
1: depth at every position. Every position why don't except we, for corner. Why don't we just read off the entire roster? Well, I <laughs> that's what I'm saying is
0: it's the entire roster. And and guess who guess who you got in the pipeline? You know who's going to start seeing a lot more playing time at corner is Kelvin Joseph, out of Kentucky,
1: and he's he's just name dropping guys. I do not. Know. <laughs> you're you're going way too. you I'm just saying we got a whole team. We got not, a whole team. It's not that deep. I think the Cowboys are a bona fide contender. They're one of the best teams in the league. They're a team I do not want to see in the playoffs. Although, as a Packers fan, I kind of do (laughs) want to see them in the playoffs. Because whenever we meet the Cowboys in the playoffs they meet a guy named Mason Crosby at the end of the game and Crossbar you know, Crosby Crossbar such... yeah but he ain't he's hit no crossbars bro, he... when he's playing in Dallas or or, oh. or against
0: Dallas um I mean he has and he's hit crossbars and then made them <laughs> which yeah. is ridiculous
1: Well yeah <laughs> um yeah. that's that's the worst part about it That's the best part about being a Packers fan and being friends with Nemo is that I uh, until the Cowboys do finally decide to show up against us and beat us I will be holding this over his head that the Packers own the Cowboys oh, because oh. we d- just like Aaron Rodgers said about the Bears. I fucking own you. I've owned you my whole life, Nemo. Um, go pack, go. Um, oh, tough, tough. What tough. one team we kind of we glossed over in the AFC? I mean, obviously you got the Chiefs. You know they're. They're figuring some stuff out. They're, you know, Mahomes is having a down year. Their defense stinks. Okay, look. Their defense
0: will, I will forever stand by this statement, and something that my dad has instilled in me when I was young, and and I really believe it with, like, all my heart. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships, and that's why I don't think Chiefs are contenders.
1: Yeah. I think they'll be in the playoffs, but I don't think they're contenders. One other team in the AFC... What, what about the Raiders, you know? Oh, we did they're, not talk about the Raiders. They're I, in complete... I, I don't want to say they're in complete turmoil, but, you know, John Gruden with his misogynistic, homophobic, racist comments, he's out of there, you know, and then you got Henry Ruggs. Like, that locker room has gone through a lot, and they're still going through a lot this year. We but did, they're
0: 5-2. Yeah, we and we did brush over the... Uh, the Odell segment, but I, you know, if Odell lands with the Raiders, I think that, that would be an incredible Ooh, signing for them. Yeah. I I don't think that there's incredible drop off in coaching. Um, uh, with John Gruden leaving, I think that the system's still in place. They still have the playbook and they still have uh, the Derek Carr's playing yeah. out of his mind. Right Odell,
1: now. Odell on the Raiders would be f- really fun to watch. I think, I think Derek Carr has had a great year. Obviously he's not, He's not one of the, you know, premier guys right now, but he's no scrub, you know. He's 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 a good player, and I think the Odell to Derek Carr connection, or Derek Carr to Odell, rather, would be lethal. But as a Packers fan, Odell, if you're listening, come to Green Bay. We have cheese. We have That's beer. about it. We have cheese and beer, but we also... That's about it. Also, once, once he, um, you know... Take, yeah, take some I- more ivermectin. We'll have Rodgers back. Odell just couldn't leave, live in Cleveland. He just... It's too much. I, I don't know. I It it just seems like Baker and him were never on the same page. Odell's not looked great this year. He's been no, dropping Odell's balls right. left and right. But... But also,
0: Baker is notorious for putting... You know, just throwing it up and making a receiver go get it, in my opinion. I, I don't think Baker's incredibly accurate, and I also don't think... Like, I think the hype around Baker's... Yeah. He's... He... He's a better version of Johnny Minzel.
1: Oof, that's an insult. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> that's what it is. In my opinion, that's just how I see it.
1: We'll definitely have a lot more to talk about with Odell once he, you once know, he once once he either signs or gets claimed off of waivers. Um. So next next week, uh, I'm I'm hoping we'll do another podcast next week. Yeah. Um. We'll probably have a lot more to talk about with Odell, but you know, for the moment, it's all speculation. So yeah, I'd say, I don't know. I'd say the the top three contenders in the NFC for me are the Packers, the Buccaneers, and the Cowboys. And then I'd say for the AFC, Bills. We we both think are gonna are gonna go to the Super Bowl, but then you got to throw the Ravens in there. Maybe maybe throw the Raiders or the Chargers in there, but uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm gonna go Bills. I don't want to say Buccaneers. I'm gonna be a homer. Bills Packers Super Bowl. Oh, and, you're, and you're probably you're probably Bills Cowboys, and that's yes I am, Bill and Cowboys. that's and that's where our bias shows up. So <laughs> maybe that's all, we should just leave it at that. We're biased, but we like the Bills. Yes, we like the we bi- both bo- But we, we like both- the Bills. We both have hope that our teams will win the Super Bowl, and rightfully so, because both of our teams are really good right now. But, you know, let's just leave it at that. Bills versus whoever wins the Cowboys-Packers game. And I know we're
0: running a little bit over time, but I think that we should uh – still hit some of these pop culture, just take a quick pivot to some of okay. these pop yeah, let's, culture topics. We're,
1: let's just, uh, let's exclude the college football playoffs. You know, they yeah. released the first rankings, but you know, yeah. we don't really have enough time to, you know, get into the college football. Yeah. So that's, we'll, that's a, that's a whole nother like we'll 20 that. minute conversation. Yeah. That's, here. that's a, uh, that's a black hole. Yeah. You can, <laughs> can talk, you can talk about college football like, playoff yeah. rankings for hours. So may- maybe next week, um, go Badgers,
0: <laughs> go Badgers.
1: Um should we should we mention the MMA fight or uh, no let's, let's, let's go we're not we're not an MMA yeah. podcast sorry guys all right we've we'll, um, we got some pop culture topics surrounding two of the biggest rappers in the world. Um, should we uh, I guess we should start with Travis Scott since that's a little more of a serious situation. so it sounds like yeah, sounds like this weekend Friday night um was the first night of Travis Scott's World festival. Hmm. apparently 50,000 tickets got sold out. They sold out in, like, under an hour, months ago, you know. Yeah. There was a ton of people. You know, Travis Scott's got one of the biggest cult followings, you know, of any artists sure, yeah. in, in the world, to be honest, I mean. I don't know if yes. He's I don't know about What do you angry. think? Young boy stands got more. They, they've, they've, <laughs> they've, there's a lot of artists
0: I think that have cult followings, and I think that you know right now because music's so applicable, it just reaches. It's a sort of like pick your point, like whatever you feel and and relate to. These big
1: artists are gonna have big followings no matter what. Um, but yeah, obviously after Friday night, the festival got canceled, and because you know, uh, yeah, pretty pretty I think eight um, people
0: died, and and over twenty. Twenty injured and, and then, pretty um, sad,
1: uh, pretty sad situation in, in Texas for for during the Travis Scott. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that the uh, controversy surrounding it, if if I should even call it that, um, uh, we talk about um, number one. Uh, it was reportedly understaffed. I don't want to say that that's an inc- a, an incredible f- uh, fault. Because everywhere is sort of understaffed right now. I don't know the circumstances surrounding why they were understaffed. If there was a financial decision that they made, which then I would say, you know, that that might be uh, something an issue to take up with. But uh, if it was like an issue about finding enough people to work the event, which I think that it could possibly have been, mm-hmm. given the climate of you know to, today's America, and then
1: fifty thousand people at a concert is insane. Yeah, and, and how, yeah, I mean, how, how many how many people are at like Lala or Coachella? Oh,
0: probably, probably. I think it's like seventy thousand. Probably. Oh, really? Even, even more. more. But but it's still a big festival. It's 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 just like Flogna. I think there was like fifty thousand people at Flogna. It's still a huge concert. I think that. Um, oh. On top of that, it's it's the first concert back from COVID, and you know, everybody's gonna be going hard. You know, doing things. I think that uh, there are rumors that that
1: someone was drugging people. Um, and yeah. and so you know thoughts and prayers to uh, the victims. It sounds like you know terrible. It sounds like eight people died. It's uh, related to you know cardiac arrest. It's very yeah very odd, very odd and you know sad situation. The you know, once again thoughts and prayers to the victims and their families. Yeah. Um, but, and then on top of that, did you see the video? I didn't. I didn't see the full video, but I saw a little bit
0: of it. Where it's where it's like bodies getting passed like crowd surfing back like dead bodies at that point are cr- like they're trying to get him to medical help and and Travis Scott is still performing on the I, thing and I, so he I don't was, think
1: Travis knew what was going oh, on. Oh yeah, that,
0: that's the point is he's catching a lot of flack, because they're like how could you not stop the show and and the thing is it's just like how do you know if you're standing up on stage performing set if you're if you're looking
1: at a sea of 50,000 people and you see somebody crowd surfing back you you th- like you might think oh they're having fun they're crowd surfing yeah. but wow so they were they were crowd surfing people to get them to medical and people
0: were dancing attention. on ambulances and shit it was like it was a horrific sight oh. but but i think that a lot of it has to do with nobody understood the severity of what was happening nobody did they should have nobody did and i, I it's hard because in that in that situation it's just like how do you how do you think about those things when uh, you know you're at a concert people are inebriated and and it's dark and and nobody expects that to happen no nobody expects that to happen um yeah uh it's it's, it's a it's, sad it's, it's, it's situation a, it's a very sad situation um and it's just tough um moving on moving to something on, a little more lighthearted kanye
1: has made some 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 comments you mean the goat <laughs> uh yeah another very thing, disagreeable another thing about your boy matt clown emoji here that's that's my real legal given name by the way that's yeah. my actual clown. name is matt clown emoji it's um m at sign clown emoji m at sign with the clown emoji yep um i'm a kanye stan I, I i love his music i think he's the greatest artist of all time no offense to mozart but it's kanye kanye and then mozart comes in a close second <laughs> Um, but he, I I don't know what what show he was getting interviewed on, but he he was on a show and he just had one of his, you know, another another classic Kanye soundbite that we're gonna be talking about for years and will be memed yeah. forever.
0: Biggest mistake was <laughs> si- signing Big Sean. I think he also said. A number of things that was sort of like <coughs> He's, I think he there. threw
1: some shade at John Legend as well yeah what did what did big Sean and John Legend they didn't
0: stand behind him when uh, he was running for president they, okay, and, that's, and he but his whole point very was few people
1: did yeah but his
0: whole point was was like I signed you I made you who you were and, and you didn't show loyalty um yeah, and, and I and I, I I get that sentiment. I think he's taking it too far. I think he's speaking in hyperbole. It's not the biggest mistake. I think right he's. After.
1: I don't know. I don't think you should conflate politics with you know the music industry. Like he's trying. Yeah, like I, I can't I can't fault John Legend or Big Sean for not voting for Kanye and
0: and also publicly coming like yeah, I, and also I think it's just, I don't know a there's so many things that go into that. Um, Kanye, he would, look, the, the, his music speaks for itself. Um, it's, he's a great, great musician. <coughs> I, I'll i say musician because he, he produces too. And he's, he's very, you know, involved in the production side of things and also lyricist. And so I'm, nothing, nothing taken away from his art, but um, it's just, uh, I think that, that it's, <laughs> <laughs> he he he's getting sort of exposed because because he's been told he's the man for for forever. That's part of the part of his persona. The, that's part man. of
1: his his he, the way he views himself. He's and, one of the most confident. Uh, I'll I'll even I'll even maybe maybe go go with the word arrogant. You know, individuals, c- celebrities, but like, know. and and that's part of how
0: he got to where he was today. And, and he's one of the ri- like. He's incredibly wealthy he's he's made he's, his art is amazing and he's made a ton of money i think that that uh something that is lost like even just because you're successful at certain things doesn't mean that you're a perfect person and and i think that that's often like misunderstood that like just because someone's even uh, good at some something or even succeeds under a certain system doesn't mean that that's the perfect system. It's all, uh, it's it's so much deeper than that. And I think that's something that you know, unfortunately, humility doesn't get you far in in this type of society. It doesn't it doesn't you know help especially when you're looking.
1: And yeah, in this society where you know your success can be measured by. You by know, views and, clicks. V- views and clicks and, you know, oh, how, how big is your audience? Yeah, you know,
0: it's and part of captivating an obvi- audience is, is by saying stuff that people, you know, care. Like, if why he... do you think Skip Bayless has an audience? Exactly. Because he says outrageous shit. <laughs> but but, but that, like same with Stephen A., like that's why they have hot takes is because if everybody if they gave the standard reasonable take that, you know, everybody thinks, then there's no there's no excitement. There's no there's no reason to listen. You can just think for yourself. Um, but I, I don't know I just think that uh, that doesn't mean that humility is a bad quality or something that people should shy away from and, and you know it's, but it's not always
1: the most effective no it's, it's all
0: it has to do with
1: judgment but yeah I, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with Kanye that signing Big Sean was the worst thing he's ever done um He's probably little, saying that Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves. Right? That that might that have been, the, been the, that, that might have been the worst, worst thing. thing he's done. I, he's done yeah. Kanye's <laughs> done some bad things, and signing Big Sean was not the worst thing because I, I, I'm not a huge Big Sean fan, but he's got some good songs. Yeah, should we uh, <laughs> should we uh, end what?
0: the podcast with the uh, premiere of this new uh, s- segment of
1: Yes? Well, you enjoy- well so as you know and. As you probably heard that, you know, long-ass Cowboys rant where, you know, Nemo basically named off the entire roster, roster. to explain why the Cowboys, the are, Cowboys the- are the best team in the league. And I'm not saying they're not the best team in the league because they're right up there with all the best teams. You know, they got one loss like like all the other good teams. I am a little biased, yes. Yes, you're biased. And he went on this Cowboys segment. But I thought I think a good way to test how much of a homer Nemo really is is the newest segment— that um I came up with and we're gonna call this segment DAC or cap <laughs> so the way DAC or cap works is I'm going to name a player and Nemo is going to have to decide if DAC is better than that player if Nemo thinks DAC is a better player than the player I named off then he's going to say DAC but if I say a player who is better than DAC then he's gonna have to go Cap. Cap, 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 Dak is not better than that player. Yeah. So, Dak or Cap? I think you know for this first week of segment, I think it'll be a recurring segment, yeah. and we the, and we, we can extend it to other can, teams. and We can add and layers stuff. to yeah. it and stuff. But I think for this first segment, I'll just start with some quarterback names. So, <clears throat> Ethan, Dak or Cap? Um, I'm going to start off with the easy one, Aaron Rodgers. Ah, <sighs> God. Okay. Are we
0: talking about – okay, I, I, this is a multi-layer. Talking about who's better. Who's better? Who's better at football? Who's What, he, okay. I mean, what sport okay, do, are they so, playing? No, no, okay, so Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is a more talented quarterback than Dak Prescott. He is. I, I hate to say it. He is. Who would I rather have on my team? Dak Prescott. Okay, but that's, that's not – And a, I'll tell you why. Question, the question, I'll tell you what, well, the I'll, question I, is Dak or Cap. Okay, it's, Aaron it's, Rodgers. It's, it's Cap. It's Cap. It's Cap. <laughs> it's but Cap. But I will say this. <laughs> I'll say this. There's, In my opinion, there's more to being a quarterback than just the play that you put on the field. Dak is a, a leader, uh, one of the most, in my opinion, uh, just, like, admirable people ever. I, I shouldn't uh, – let me, I would let me rephrase that. It. Not ever. I'm saying in He's, the world of football, yes. he is one of the most – like, like, if you want to talk about a good person, a person that you want to respect – I think it's. Dan I would say
1: Aaron Rodgers' character is a lot more impeachable than Dak. Oh Dex, yeah. Dak is a much more you know level-headed, even keeled guy. He doesn't. He have says his...
0: everything you want him to say. He yep. has the hardest, the the biggest work ethic. He he's he's a leader because he's because he leads by example, and and I think that has an effect on making players around him better, and and making a team better. Like I remember listening to one interview and that they were saying. Uh, when Dak is in the game, even if we're down by 20, 30 points, we still want to fight and battle for him because because he has this hope and optimism and and just way about him that just makes you want to fight for him. And I think that that even though you know Aaron Rodgers is more talented and can you know
1: affect games in crazy ways, I, I completely agree. Yeah. But I think we're getting a little off topic. Sure, I, I definitely sure. agree. D- Dak is one of the most respectful, respectable guys in the NFL. But that's not what this segment is. We're not talking about character. We're talking about sure. how good are you at football. football? So, Dak or Cap, Aaron Rodgers. You said cap.
0: cap. I said Cap. That
1: is the correct answer. So, thank you for being honest and not being a homer. But let's go into some other guys. Tom Brady, Dak or Cap. Tom Brady right now? Tom Brady, Dak or Cap. Okay, Tom Brady right now. Uh...
0: Dak or Cap? Ha! <laughs> he, he, he just won <laughs> okay, a Super cap. Bowl. Cap, thank uh, you, thank he, you. He won a Super Bowl, and on top of that, he beat Dallas head to head in the first
1: game of the season. Okay, you got those two correct. Okay, yeah. so um, Dak or Cap, Kyler Murray, Dak, Dak, okay, Dak. That's and, fair. I'll, and I'll
0: say Dak. I again, you know, I think that Kyle Murray is an incredible talent. Um, I just I like Dak. All right. I think that they they play pretty comparable football to each other understood i
1: i i I think i agree with that um well i'll do one more and then we'll move on Dak or cap josh allen i think i know your answer
0: Dak. uh again as i said previous in this podcast i just see more uh incredible things out of Dak than i i think i see out of josh allen i yeah and look at this look at this oh my god right as i say that
1: and Jar... Oh, okay. I, thought, okay. I thought Dalton Schultz Dak was going catch that. Right as we were saying that, Dak made a a nice little scramble, you know, stiff arm to a defender, but he threw it into triple coverage, so whatever.
0: Yeah, but he had two receivers there, both of which are uh, Dalton Schultz and Amari Cooper. I, I think that's a... a like, like Schultz a, was open. Yeah, that's the problem, but he was turned around when he was running. There's... F- four defenders there
1: two receivers okay
0: he rolls out of the coverage and then watch he's gonna get pressured right in his face
1: and then he's got to just chuck it down the field all right this isn't a Peyton Eli thing they can't even see the play so they don't know what we're talking about but um all right Dacker cap that was our first Dacker cap segment I look forward to revisiting that segment um and adding some more some new layers to that um should we finish off with our last segment this is one of this is one of my favorites we I think we tried this segment in our first two pilots, and I think it'll be a, a nice little recurring segment to have. Yeah, we're gonna call it um, rapper player comparison. So we'll do we'll do NFL since we are we are in the midst. Here, of the how NFL about season. how about you give
0: me a rapper, and then I'll compare it. You give me a player, I'll
1: compare it, and then vice versa. You want to do that? All one? right. So should I start with a rapper or an NFL player? Whatever you want. Okay, I'll start with a rapper, Travis Scott. Who who is who in the NFL is akin. To Travis Scott.
0: Ah, I gotta go with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Gotta okay. go with Lamar Jackson. I just—they're both incredibly talented. They both got that, you know, that swagger. swagger. They yep. got that personality. Uh, th- that sort of paving the way for this new style. I, I just think that they go, they go both really well
1: together. Uh, if I, if I, like I want, that. yeah. So I like that comparison. Um, here, you go, You, uh, you, you give, give you me a rapper. rapper. I'll give you an NFL player. All right, let me give you a rapper. Um, Try not 40, to go too under. 40, 42 Doug. Uh, see, I don't know. You for, know okay. I, I, Ethan's more knowledgeable about hip-hop than me. I, I'm i more of kind of a, I'll be honest, pretty mainstream. Toast. Yeah, I'll, I'll give
0: you one. So uh, Big Sean. Big Sean. Oh, okay.
1: So someone... Okay, so, so who would be the Kanye to the Big Sean? That's... Okay, um... That's a good one. That's a good one. Big Sean... I'm gonna have to go with. Mm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jameis Winston. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, just, because just I kind of looked at it like the Drew Brees. You know, he learned under Drew Brees' tutelage for a year. I kind of, kind of think about that in the same way. You know, Kanye sure. put on Big Sean. Um, I don't know. I think they're. I don't know. Jameis is a little more, a little more crazy personality, but just in terms of, you know, they're they're both. Uh, I don't know. They're 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 not at the. They're neither People of them are area, at the yeah. the upper echelon of their you know fields, but, but, but yeah, they're still talents. They're still both super talented. Unfortunately, Jameis is out for the year, and I would have liked to see him play more on the Saints. But you know, I, for his ACL.
0: Yeah, I'd uh, I'd say, hot take tony pollard
1: tony pollard oh because he's because he's right Zeke. behind
0: yeah he's right actually, behind. Zeke. i like that better and he, and he and he's incredibly talented but he doesn't get the same type of notoriety and that level Zeke, of respect that, yeah
1: i i so, like that I, that so. one's actually way better than mine that, okay that's way better okay um all right lastly i will give, give you an player. nfl player um you know let's go let's go justin jefferson who, who's a rapper to Justin Jefferson? Oh, that, that's, that's a good one. It's a new, new up-and-coming receiver, you know. Rookie, okay, I got a hot take. This I got a hot take. A hot take. A little
0: baby. And Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Oh, okay. I like that. So like the that. reason is is it's just hit after hit after hit after hit, you know. <laughs> Justin Jefferson gets so much of the target share that he just has to make catch after catch after catch just like Lil
1: Baby makes hit after yeah. hit after hit. he Dude, he's undefeated on feature. When, yeah. When I heard his verse on Donda, I was like... Yeah. It's crazy. What? He's he's, 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 inc- fuck, he's an incredibly bro. talented person. Yeah. Just hit after hit after hit, you know? No. That's that's another good one. I like that.
0: Okay. Um, I'll give you a hard, hard, hard one for this, though.
1: Um, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Okay. Okay. So... Y'all might not know this, but I'm wearing an Aaron Jones jersey right now. He is my favorite player on the Packers. I think he is super underrated as a runner. And he's even underrated as a pass catcher. I think he's a pretty versatile guy. So I guess I'd have to go with a rapper who's a little underrated right now. You know, how about I go... You know, I'm gonna This is, this is kind of weird one, but I'm going to go Baby Keem. Like, they're both... They're 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 both young. You know, I don't big,
0: know. I don't know if Baby Keem can be compared to Aaron. You don't Jones. Think, you Aaron think Jones
1: gets respect? You think you think uh, I just is there more respect? Okay, wait. Let me think. <sighs> I'm Just trying to think of someone who's who's young and underrated. Maybe Baby Keem's even a little overrated right now. with, yeah. his, with his songs with Kendrick and and such. Um. Yeah. All right. All right. You don't know, you don't know, like the baby Keem? Uh, well, no, I like I I, res-
0: I, res- I, I understand where you where you're going for. I understand. I get that. He's baby Keem. He's baby Keem. I would, I feel like you got it. He, baby Keem, is not established at all. Aaron Jones is a, is an established running. You're guy. right. That, that's you know
1: Jones been in the league for talent. four yeah. years. So but I but guess. he's
0: been but he he's been thought of as a serious. You know, you
1: know what, actually, scratch scratch baby Keem. I'll go Jack Harlow. Because Jack Harlow has established himself, you know, as one of the better
0: Oh! Interception. That's my I think that was Anthony Brown. <clears throat>
1: Alright, next next podcast we should not do no, Jordan the cowboys Lewis. game. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> you
0: guys done?
1: Almost. Uh, we're almost done, Jacob. Um but yeah, well, who did I just say? You said hey, Jones? Uh, I said uh, baby, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, Jack Because they're both they're both established, they're both young, and they still I think both have great careers ahead of them to come. Um yeah, I think that was I mean, is is that the is that the podcast? That's the podcast. That's, what is what are we at? We're at we're at an hour, hour 30. 30. I feel like in general we'll probably stick to, to, an, an, more hour. to an hour, but, but you know, hey, whatever. Who, we'll see how it turns out. Hey, if you made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much because I have no idea why you'd want to listen to two random college kids. Talking talk out of our asses, yeah. we're just talking talking out of our asses, and you know we're we're both biased, and we're just trying to give you good content. We're just good content. We're just, we're we don't even know if fun.
0: it's good. We don't even know if it's good. But thank you for listening. This was this was Nemo and the Clownfish. Nemo Signed and off. the
1: Clownfish signing off.
0: Um, we'll see y'all next week. Yes, I'm, sir. Look forward to it. All right.